Did you know that if your website is running too slowly, it can cause higher bounce rates, lower search engine rankings, lower page view numbers, and even lower conversion rates? To put it simply, a slow website means lower profits. In fact, if your website is delayed by more than one second, it can literally be costing you thousands of dollars a year. But don't worry, I have an answer for you. WPX Hosting. WPX Hosting has some of the fastest website hosting on the planet with lightning quick servers, 24-7 support that is available in less than 37 seconds when you need them, blazing fast load times, and even a free high-speed content delivery network. But that is not the best part. Even if you are with another host, WPX Hosting will work with you for free to migrate your site over in less than one day. Along with automatic backups, malware scanning and removal, email, staging area, and 99.95% uptime guarantees, WPX Hosting is the exclusive web host for the Blogger Evolution podcast. Our friends over at WPX Hosting want you to join the family as well. For a limited time, you can enjoy a 50% discount on the first month of hosting, meaning that you can make your website faster for less than $13. Visit Benji'sDad.com slash hosting for your 50% off coupon. That's Benji'sDad.com slash hosting. Remember, a faster website means higher profits. I've heard some horror stories, man. People who spend weeks, months, or even years trying to effectively SEO their website. And you know what ends up happening? A lot of the times they get zero traffic. That means no one's visiting their site because they're not performing the SEO functions correctly. If that is you, or if you want to avoid it with your brand new blog and make sure that you hit the ground running with SEO, to get people to your site literally within days or weeks, then this is going to be the podcast episodes for you. Regular people are taking their passions and interests, writing about it in a blog and making a living from it. But not everyone is successful. There is a right way to build a blog and a wrong way. And I am here to help you succeed with your online business. My name is Chris Miles, and this is the Blogger Evolution Podcast. Uh, welcome to the Blogger Evolution Podcast. My name is Chris Miles. Wherever you are, wherever you may be, thanks for making us part of your day. How are you today? How are you doing? What's going on in your life? Let me know, you know, what's going on? Because I really, I, I'm feeling a good mood today. You know, I'm really wanting to to help. It could be because the NFL season just started and that's one of my favorite things to do. And uh, is, is to watch the NFL, and especially with everything that's going on in the world today. It really is nice to kind of sit back and watch your favorite team. I am a Colts fan, the Indianapolis Colts. Who's your favorite football team? Let me know so that we can talk about it. You can actually go talk about it right here, right now, in our free Facebook group that we have. It's called Superhero Bloggers, where it's just a whole bunch of bloggers that just get together and talk about how to blog. All right. It's really fun. If you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, just let us know there in the Facebook group. Again, just go to Facebook and search superhero bloggers. There's a couple of questions that you're going to answer, and then we will let you in to enjoy the community there. Okay. So be sure to go and check that out. So today, what we're going to be talking about is SEO or search engine optimization. Now, this is not difficult. 
It's a lot of stuff, but in essence, it's not very difficult to do. So what we're going to do is we're going to go over some of the easier parts of SEO. These are going to be a few of the tips that are going to be taken directly from the Blog Builder Pro course, okay? So this is free information that we're going to be sharing that's taken directly from the course. And there's different types of SEO. You have on-page SEO, you have off-page SEO, you have all of these fun things. We're going to specifically focus on on-page SEO in this particular set of podcast episodes. So because I have nice 10 easy SEO tips for beginners, I'm going to go ahead and break it up. We're going to do five in this episode and five in the episode that's coming out next week. So if you are listening to this in the future, congratulations, you will be able to binge binge listen and listen to both uh, podcasts to get all 10. But if you are listening to it live right now, then you're only going to get the first five. Next week, we'll talk about uh, SEO tips six through 10. So first, let's get into a little bit of the nitty gritty as to what SEO is. What does it do for a blog? How does it help a blog? And let's just get into it. OK, so we've already discussed that SEO means search engine optimization. So basically, you are trying to write your blog articles in a way or in a fashion to increase its chances to be found on search engines. Not just Google, not just Yahoo, not just DuckDuckGo, not just Bing, but all of them, okay? Google is going to be your primary uh, focus here because that's where you are going to get the majority of your traffic from when you are implementing SEO. But SEO affects all of the search engines on the internet. Not all of them are as good as Google is, but still, there's a big chunk of people who use many different search engines. And by you optimizing your articles so that they can be found in those search engines will increase the traffic to your site. And the way we do that is we strategically place words and phrases throughout our article so that these search engines, when they crawl them, which they say they crawl these our articles, they crawl our websites to see what's on them and they index them, meaning they put them in like a file so that anytime someone searches for it, they can pull out your file and show them your website. That's what indexing means. So the problem there, however, is that most new bloggers have no idea how to effectively do SEO. And that's sad because what ends up happening is a lot of new bloggers try to go after SEO and then when it doesn't work, or it doesn't happen in the time frame in which they expect it to start working, and then they give up. I've heard some horror stories, man. I mean, we're talking about people who spend weeks, months, or even years of lost time trying to effectively SEO their websites or their articles. And you know what ends up happening? A lot of the times they get zero traffic. That means no one's visiting their site because they're not performing the SEO functions correctly. If that is you, or if you want to avoid it with your brand new blog and make sure that you hit the ground running with SEO to get people to your site literally within days or weeks, then this is going to be the podcast episodes for you. So before we dive in, 
Um, again, what I'm sharing with you right now is directly taken from the Blog Builder Pro course. If you want to check it out, go to blogbuilderpro.net. That's blogbuilderpro.net. It's my personal training that I've put together. It's really the whole reason why this podcast exists. There is a free downloadable cheat sheet that you can go there and take advantage of and a webinar so that we can get into the nitty gritty of how to build your blog. And if you use promo code podcast, you're going to get a 10% discount on the training. That's promo code uh, what did I say? Podcast. <laughs> Promo code podcast over at blogbuilderpro.net. So let's go ahead and jump into the 10 SEO beginner tips that you need to include in basically every article that you're going to write from now on. All right. We're going to go over the first five. So number one is proper keyword research. So you might be asking, how is proper keyword research, what does it have to do with SEO? Well, no matter what you are trying to rank for on Google, if you're trying to rank for the phrase, how to make coffee, you're going to need to know that you have a shot, a remote shot at ranking for that particular search term. I'm gonna tell you right now, there are some search terms out there that you will never rank for. And if you do ever rank for, it's going to be years down the line, especially for brand new blogs. That's just a reality. There are some things out there that you will never have a chance at ranking for. But the issue that new bloggers have is that they just see the search uh, volume for a particular keyword, and then they go for it. They never go any deeper to see if they even have a shot at ranking for it to begin with. So the goal here with your SEO, tip number one, go after keywords that you have a chance at ranking for, and you can determine that by studying the SERPs or the search engine results page. That's basically anytime you Google something or you Yahoo it or whatever you wanna say, when you type in your phrase and you press enter, those results that come up on those page, that's what are called the SERPs. That's the search engine results page. This is where most people fail with their blogs. They do not look at the SERPs before they begin writing. That is a mistake. That is a crucial step that you must take. Otherwise, you could be spending weeks. You could be spending months. You could be spending years trying to rank for stuff that you have no shot at ranking for. Okay. So crucial, 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 proper keyword research. Make sure that you have a shot at ranking for that particular search phrase. Tip number two is to include the keyword or the phrase that you are trying to rank for in your title. This is called relevance. You'll notice if you ever go to Google or if you go to YouTube or whatever search engine you like to use, those results that pop up when you Google your phrase are ordered based on not time, not date, not spelling, not ABC order. It's ranked by relevance. Always remember the goal of what Google wants to do. 
you ask Google a question and Google wants to give you the correct answer. That way, you are more inclined to use Google again and again and again. The more you use Google, the more advertisements you're going to see. The more ads you see, the more likely you are to click on one of them, and that is how Google makes money. So it is to Google's best interest to give you the right answer, to give you the most relevant answer. Armed with that knowledge, we need to set up our blogs. We need to set up our articles in a way that makes them the most relevant for the search terms that we're trying to rank for our keywords. Just think about this in real life. If you were to uh, Google a phrase such as how to clean a coffee maker with lemon juice, okay, just random, okay, how to clean a coffee maker with lemon juice. You type that into Google, you press enter, and you look at the SERPs. You look at the search engine results page. Even if you don't consciously do it, you're going to be looking for words like clean and coffee maker and lemon juice in the titles. If you see how to clean a coffee maker with this fruit, that may not catch your eye as another article that says how to clean coffee maker with lemon juice, because that is specifically what you are looking for. That is called search intent. The person that is Googling something on Google, when they're looking for something, they have an intention. They have something that they want to accomplish or know. It is up to you to provide that to them. When you do that, you are the most relevant answer. By being the most relevant answer, your, your website is going to slowly move up the rankings and be on the first page. You're on the first page, you get the traffic, and then that's when you can convert those things into sales. You can convert those visitors, I should say, into sales. Google is organized by relevance, and we need to do the same when we are writing our articles. Look for the search intent for whatever the keyword phrase is that we are trying to rank for. And then we need to make sure that we are the most relevant answer by including the keyword in our titles. So as you can see, so far, SEO is not difficult. We just need to do the proper keyword research and then put the keyword itself in the title. So number three, we want to also include our targeted keyword in the meta description. So if you are curious as to what a meta description is, a meta description is a little snippet of uh, lines that Google is going to use to put on the search engine results page when you Google a phrase. Now, this one is a little controversial because there are some people out there, some SEO people who will claim that there's no point in doing a meta description anymore. Some people say that it's just a waste of time, just write the articles. And to a certain extent, I can't agree with that. Why? 
because Google is so good at what they do. Google is so smart nowadays that when you are searching for a particular phrase, let's just go back to our example, how to clean a coffee maker with lemon juice, and you use that search phrase within your article, Google is going to pull the most relevant, there's that word again, relevant, the most relevant part of your article and use that as the snippet that's going to be under your website when you're searching on Google. So if that's the case, do you even need a meta description? In my opinion, yes. And the reason for this is because your meta description gives Google more information. It gives, gives Google more info on what your article is about. But it is up to you to be relevant in what it is you talk about in that particular snippet. Now, sometimes uh, in mo I believe in WordPress, you cannot there's not a space for you to really add a meta description. This is something that you would either need to download an additional plugin for or use an SEO optimized plugin. The, the SEO plugin that I recommend is called Rank Math. Rank Math is an amazing SEO plugin because it's very, very lightweight. It includes everything that you would ever need for your website from an SEO standpoint for free. It's called Rank Math. Be sure to go check that one out. If you want, I will actually put it onto the website. Go uh, check out benjisdad.com slash rankmath. That's benjisdad.com slash rankmath. So that you can click on it, go check it out, and see how you probably should be using it over other SEO plugins such as All-in-One SEO or even Yoast. You don't need those. Use rankmath. So as time goes on, the use of the meta description will become less and less. And Google's probably going to end up deciding that for us. But until then, I will continue using, and uh, I will continue putting a meta description in all of my articles. And you would use the uh, plugin Rank Math to do such. So, so far what we've talked about is proper keyword research, including the keyword in the title, and then including the keyword in the meta description. But before we jump into the next SEO tips, let's take a quick break. I cannot begin to tell you how frustrating it was to build a website when I first got started blogging. Building web pages was a chore, trying to collect email addresses was totally hit and miss, and trying to hire someone to do this kind of stuff for me was insanely expensive until I stumbled on Thrive Themes. Before Thrive Themes, I was spending hundreds of dollars a month just to keep my site up and running, collecting new leads for my business. But now I pay one flat fee and get everything that I need in one plugin. There are thousands of themes out there on the internet, but Thrive Themes is the only one that is not only lightning fast and very intuitive, but it is the only theme that I have seen that is also very conversion focused, meaning more leads for your business, which equals to more money in your pocket 
even with a small audience. Thrive Themes is the one and only plugin that I install on every one of my new websites that I build because it just works. The Blogger Evolution Podcast has partnered with Thrive Themes and can get you a 24% off coupon when you sign up for their Thrive Membership Yearly Plan. So start or improve your blog today by adding what some are calling the ultimate arsenal of business weapons all in one place. Visit Benji'sDad.com slash Thrive Themes. That's Benji'sDad.com slash Thrive Themes for your 24% off coupon. Have you been struggling to make money with your blog? Or maybe you'd like to learn how to build a blog and start generating a passive income, but just don't know how to go about it. But don't worry, I got you covered. Introducing Blog Builder Pro. Blog Builder Pro is a comprehensive online course designed to take you from a complete beginner to having a website up and running that is making you money. Blog Builder Pro takes the guesswork out of monetizing your blog by teaching you an easy and step-by-step guide called the Nifty 50 Core Steps. These steps will tell you what to do and when to do it so that you are never lost. One of the biggest frustrations that newer bloggers have is that they do not know if the work they are putting into their sites will yield them some kind of results. But thanks to the more than 60 professionally produced lessons, special worksheets, easy blog and email templates, exclusive discounts, and a community that is there to help answer questions 24-7, Blog Builder Pro is rocking the industry with this groundbreaking and comprehensive training, holding your hand step-by-step from start start to finish. And listeners of the Blogger Evolution podcast get a special treat by getting a 10% discount just by using promo code podcast. So go to blogbuilderpro.net and check out the free webinar for some more information. That is blogbuilderpro.net and use promo code podcast for your exclusive 10% discount. All right, so we are back from break. And our question of the day is presented by none other than Blog Builder Pro, the official training for this podcast if you want to build an effective and successful blog that makes money as quickly as you possibly can. That's blogbuilderpro.net. Go check it out. It's really, really an in-depth course that will take you from very beginning. Even if you have never started your own blog before, it's going to take you from a complete beginner to having a website up and running that's earning you money. Blogbuilderpro.net and use promo code podcast for uh, a 10% discount. That's promo code podcast uh, at blogbuilderpro.net. So the question of the day, again, presented by Blog Builder Pro, is how to simplify SEO to rank your articles faster. Again, we've already discussed proper keyword research. We've already discussed including the keyword in the title and including the keyword in the meta description. So now let's jump to SEO tip number four for beginners. Include the keyword in your first 100 words of the article and then include the keyword naturally throughout the rest of the article. Now, this one is also very, very crucial. Let me give you a bit of a history lesson. Back in the day, you used to be able to include a keyword into your article and then include it in the next paragraph and then include it in the next line and then include it later on in the article. You might have a thousand word article 
and you included your keyword 30 times. And sometimes it can be really, really bad type content that's not helpful at all. You know, if you were thinking about, again, how to make coffee, you could say something like, in this article, I'm going to teach you how to make coffee. By learning how to make coffee, you can make coffee for yourself and you can learn how to make coffee for your spouse and you can learn how to make coffee for this person while you're learning to make coffee and listening to this podcast or reading this article about how to make coffee. Notice how crappy that sounds, okay? In the past, that used to work. You used to be able to just do that over and over and over again and have your article rank quite easily for the term how to make coffee. But not anymore. At least it hasn't been that way for a few years now. That is called over-optimizing. Over-optimizing your article can actually give you a negative effect from what Google is actually trying to do. Google wants to give readers and searchers good, effective, and succinct answers to questions that they have, uh, that, they're get, that they're searching for on Google. But they also want to give the user a good experience. If you don't give your readers a good user experience, it's going to be reflected in the analytics that Google collects. And they're going to drop your site if you over-optimize. Over-optimizing, it can be a little scary because you are, you, you kind of find yourself being very hesitant to use the keyword again and again and again in an article. All you have to do is include it once in the first 100 words, but then use it naturally throughout the rest of the article. Naturally. Notice how I'm not telling you to do it every thousand words. I'm not telling you to you need to use it three times for every 2000. I'm not giving you any type of structure like that because that's not natural. Use the keyword naturally throughout the rest of the article. If it makes sense to use it, go ahead and use it. That is how you need to optimize your article uh, for your particular keyword phrase. Avoid over-optimizing. Look to help first and make the cleanest and clearest article you possibly can, and everything else will work out in your favor afterwards. Okay? Again, there's no rule. Just do it naturally. Okay? It gets annoying if, you can't, or if you're doing it the wrong way and you're not going to give your users a good user experience. Now, naturally throughout the article can also include using the keywords that are associated with your primary keyword. These are what are called semantic keywords, okay? So, for example, you can't really talk about coffee without talking about coffee beans. You can't talk about coffee without talking about water or, co or a coffee maker or a French press, or, you know, pods, or however you want to look at it. You know, if you had um, one of those machines where you just punch the pod in and you just press it down and it starts to make the coffee. Yeah, you, you can't talk about coffee 
Akure. I couldn't even think of the name of it. But you can't talk about coffee without using those types of words. Some of you may be familiar with the TV show uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the Will Smith, the old Will Smith TV show that used to come on NBC. You can't talk about The Fresh Prince without talking about Will Smith or talking about Ashley or Uncle Phil or Aunt Vivian. You can't talk about those people you can't talk about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air without talking about each one of those people. Those are semantic keywords that are associated with the Fresh Prince. So hopefully you can see the connection there as to what semantic keywords are and then how you can find them. So when you are looking for semantic keywords that are similar, but not exactly your, your keyword search term, Google your phrase, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you're going to see some words that are in bold. Some of those words are going to be semantic keywords, almost like other keywords people searched for. Use those words within your article because it helps give Google context as to what your article is about. Again, giving Google more information is better than less information. Another thing that you need to keep in mind when using your keyword within your article is you need to make sure it makes grammatical sense. It needs to make sense grammatically, meaning don't force a keyword into a sentence just to say that you included it. It needs to make sense. It needs to flow as if, you, as if you're speaking to someone. If it doesn't make sense, Google will pick up on that because they're going to see that you just forced the keyword in there just to have the keyword in there. That doesn't work for SEO and you should not do it. Remember, you need to write for your readers. Don't write for search engines. The search engines look at what the readers do and how they respond, and they use that information to rank your website. So write for readers, write to help, write to uh, the people, write to a person, not a machine. Not for search engines, write for your readers. If you help your readers first and you improve the user experience, then the Google algorithm will follow. So SEO tip number five, ask for comments. Now, asking for comments is a great way to add engagement to your articles, which is a positive sign for Google. Just to be clear what engagement is, a clear indication that someone enjoys something or a clear indication that someone was moved emotionally by what it is you had to say is if they were to leave a comment. Think about your favorite YouTube channel and look at their most popular videos on that channel. The more popular videos on the channel, I guarantee you have more comments than any other video that they have. The same is true for blog articles. Comments are a great way that engagement on your site can stay up. It can help create a community so that you get return visitors people can come back. That is how you create good positive signals to Google. 
It's also free SEO. You know, it's because people are going to read your article and they're going to either ask you a question or have some type of comment after the article that are going to be reused using these related semantic keywords that we talked about earlier in the podcast. And then here's a ninja trick. No matter what anyone ever says, no matter what they leave for you, even if it's a disparaging comment, respond to it. Don't let it get to you if it's a negative comment, but respond professionally. Maybe even throw a joke in if it's a negative comment. But most of the time, you're going to get positive comments. Just respond to it. Say, but say more than thanks for reading. Acknowledge what they said. Maybe even comment further on it. The more interaction you get, the more positive signals you end up sending to Google, letting them know that this is a good article. Another great thing that adding comments to your site does is when people find your articles, you're helping them out as much as you possibly can. And then maybe they have a further question and they leave you a comment. Now, what if five or six people leave a very similar comment? That's going to give you more information and let you know that perhaps you need to add a section to the article that's going to perfectly answer their questions. Well, Chris, isn't that going to stop people from commenting? Yeah, it, it will. But you're going to have an article that's better optimized for what people are looking for, what people's search intent actually is. So use comments as well to improve your content. Now, we lightly touched on it earlier, but commenting also creates a community. Okay. The community of people is where you really start to see yourself or where you are actually built up as an authority within your space because you're now going to start getting followers. These followers are just finding somewhere where they can talk about what it is that you wrote, what it is that you created, whatever it happens to be. You may remember at the very beginning of this podcast, one of the things I talked about, superhero bloggers, the Facebook community. So hopefully the goal is someone will listen to one of the podcasts and then they'll go to superhero bloggers and then they'll talk about it because they know other people there are trying to accomplish the same thing to get traffic to their site using SEO. By creating those visitors, you are starting to create super fans. And super fans are the people who will prop you up in your online business. It's the Kevin Kelly principle about the thousand true fans. If you were to have a thousand people who you somehow convinced to buy something where you got a hundred dollar or so kickback, that's a six figure income by just convincing a thousand people. And a thousand people on the internet where there's over four billion who have access to the internet and over two or three billion users use Google all the time to only now need a thousand is a very, very small requirement. And you can get a full time income, actually more so because it'll be a six figure income. It's almost crazy enough 
not to do it, you know? And that's what I try to you know really tell people is just give it a try. Cause if it works, then you can have a way to earn an income from your blog. But anyway, that's kind of a little bit of an aside, but that's again, what commenting can add to your website. You start to create a community and then people are more likely to do things such as join your email list. They're more likely to join other communities that you have on other platforms, such as Facebook or Discord or wherever your group happens to, your audience, I should say, happens to hang around. They're also more likely to buy things from you because they can see that you're a real person. You're answering their questions. You're being as helpful as you possibly can for free. Your paid stuff must be awesome. That's the way that they're thinking. And they do that all because you answered a few comments. Now, there are some negatives to commenting. In fact, some people you might talk to, uh, some SEO people might say that you shouldn't do comments at all because commenting is really, it's an easy place on the internet for people to spam. Not all posts make sense for you to accept comments. Now, one of the tools that we do use to prevent spam comments is Akismet, anti-spam. It's a free plugin that you can check out. You can find it in the WordPress uh, plugin store or whatever they call that thing. Again, it's free. I would definitely use it if you aren't using it already. But you need some type of uh, anti-spam, you know, plugin to help prevent that kind of thing. So sometimes uh, it can get a little crazy in the comments. And if it does, just turn them off. Just that simple. There is a quick setting that you can go to within your uh, your article on the back office part of the uh, of WordPress. You click a button and the comments are gone or they're at least shut down. That way you can stop it from becoming, you know, just a whole bunch of weird links and stuff that people. Yeah, you do have to police it somewhat. Now, once your article or your blog, I should say, gets bigger. And, you know, you might have 100 articles, 200 articles out there and you're getting comments, you know, maybe 20, 30 comments a day. It's going to be tough to have to manage that. So as you create new articles, there is settings within WordPress that allows you to uh, turn off the commenting automatically after X amount of days, maybe after two weeks or something like that. After you have driven as much traffic as you possibly can to that article, then it automatically shuts off the comments. This can be a positive thing depending on how crazy the comments get on your website. But regardless, it still helps your SEO. As people are using certain words within your comments and then you are responding, people are returning, people are coming back, that engagement is there. And when that engagement is there, positive things happen with your SEO. So to recap what we've talked about, the first five SEO tips, remember we're gonna go through six through 10 in next week's episode. But tip number one, proper keyword research. You need to make sure that you even have a shot at ranking at the keyword before you even do it, before you even you know, go through the process of writing the article. Because if you don't have a chance at writing it, then find something else that you do have a chance for. The point of writing your articles is to rank, not to just have it out there for the world to see or not to see. 
You want it to rank on the first page of Google so that people can find it. Number two, make sure that you include the keyword in the title. Remember the keyword, the key phrase here is relevance. You want to make sure that your article remains relevant so that when people see it in Google, they are more likely to click on it. And you do that by including as much of the, of the search phrase that you possibly can in the title. The next place, number three, is a kind of controversial one, but I at least still recommend it, at least right now. And that's including your keyword in the meta description. Just do it. It won't hurt not to do it. Sorry, it won't hurt to do it. It may hurt not to do it. It's good practice, at least the way that I teach it. And it works. It does. The next one is to include the keyword in the first hundred words of the article and then naturally throughout the rest of the article. Again, use those semantic keywords in the article just so that you give Google as much information as you possibly can. Give them context of what it is you're talking about. And then finally, ask for engagement and comments. Comments are a great way to show Google that the information that you're talking about is relevant, that the information that you're talking about, people, other people want to talk about. And you can do that by just asking for, just having calls to action in your articles to leave a comment below. So we will go over uh, episode, uh, sorry, uh, tips six through 10 in next week's episode. So this episode has been jam-packed all right, with free information to get your articles ranked on Google fast. So if you enjoyed it at all, please take a screenshot of the podcast episode that you're listening to right now, post it on your Instagram stories, and tag me at Benji's Dad Official so that I can see that you're listening. Okay, that's at Benji's Dad Official. Sharing it on your stories will help others find this podcast so that they can learn to generate a passive income online and they can also win at this SEO game. When you share it on Instagram, I want to be able to add it to my stories as well so that you can also get exposure for your business with my audience. So as you can tell, it's a win-win for both of us. So jump on Instagram, take a screenshot, post it, Tag me in the Instagram story at Benji's Dad Official, and then I will copy it and uh, add it to my stories as well. So thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in to episode eight of the podcast where we're going to go over SEO tips six through 10 so that we can start getting traffic to your website ASAP as soon as possible. So that's it for me. Keep building, keep growing, and I'll see you later. Peace.